Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to the Penny Peep Show. There once was a slumber who had two kids. Their names were Bert and Maggie. Caught by the coppers, they then skipped town. Farewell to old Australia. Jumped on a boat, their dreams to float. All the way to London town. They got a plan, the rich to scam. They're cutting out the middleman, the shysters, Bert and Maggie. Our story sees our unlikely heroes at home during a quiet moment. Of course, without troublemaking and trouble-prone duo, things are never quiet for long. But today's troubles come from a particularly unlikely source. Cooey! You in, my dearies? Come in, Mrs Mills! Oh, what do you want? The rent isn't due, or you'd never have knocked so politely. And don't you worry, I've got the next week covered too. I've got the lad picking it from pockets as we speak. Oh no, dearies. I'm not concerned about the rent. You are my two most reliable tenants, and that ten shillings a week is an absolute godsend. Times being as tough as they are. Why are times tough, Mrs Mills? Oh, it's Miguel's. Young Bessie's got herself the clap, poor lass. Zoe's banged up in hospital until she's better. Myrtle broke her leg when she came off the table when she was dancing. Uh, Now, that wouldn't normally stop her, but she's got herself addicted to laundinum and she's only gone and shoved the rent up her nose, so to speak. And then there's poor, poor Maud. What happened to poor Maud? Worst thing imaginable. Fell in love, silly slut. He said he'll take her back to Cork to meet his mother, but only on the condition she start earning money in a respectable way. Oh, that's not that bad. If she could make money in a respectable way, she'd never have become a whore in the first place. God bless her. She's trying, though. And as a thrice-married woman, I can't blame her for that. Oh, I'm so glad our ten shillings a week makes up for the drop in whoring. It doesn't quite, I'm afraid. Oh, doesn't it? No. Times is very hard. None of our business. Goodbye. Bert, don't be so rude. Why not? We pay our rent and everyone else's by the sound of it. Why should I be nice? actually came up here to ask a favour. No. I haven't even told you what it is yet. All right. What is it? Well... No. Bert! Fine. What brought you up here, Mrs Mills? Thank you, dearie. Well, there's a gentleman who could solve all my troubles and the troubles of my girls, but he is somewhat incommunicado at the moment. In what? He is unavailable due to personal problems. What sort of problems? He's in a debtor's prison for having debts. Lots of them. If he lives up to his reputation. See, this fellow runs with a rich crowd. He gambles, he drinks, he whores. Well, the bailiff's come round to make good on what he owes, only he didn't have it. So, now he's locked up until he can pay back his debts. How much does he owe? A few hundred. A few hundred? Well, as in guineas? Yeah. 
course, it might be more. Might be a thousand. Maybe a couple of thousand. Hard to tell with this chap. He leads an ever so extravagant life. What do you want with him? That's my business. Point is... I want him out of that debtor's prison. And what? You think we've got a couple of thousand guineas lying around for you to borrow? That'd be nice. Failing that, you could always bust him out for me. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> we aren't doing that. Why would we? He does have a point, Mrs Mills. We've managed to keep our noses pretty clean since getting here. Why would we risk it all by getting some ponce out of jail? If you do this for me, then I won't have to do something to you. What's that supposed to mean? Remember the last favour I did you? When those policemen came round and I covered for you? I don't know about favour. I certainly remember you doubling the rent. I was thinking back to that day, and I recalled that funny name the policeman called you. Von Liegenschwein. Yeah, that's the biscuit. I remember thinking, why, it's an odd thing, Mary, and no two ways about it. But the thing is, I don't have the knack to let odd things go. So I started chatting to one or two of my friends. It's odd, I says. I was told they were ditch waters, but some policeman thinks they're German or something. Why might that be? And you'll never guess what my friend said. I think we might. They said they've heard of ditch waters. See, my friends are the nautical type. And seems that way down south, there's a couple of very notorious ditch waters. A brother and a sister, if you'd believe it. All right, you've made your point. Nah, the way I see it, I could do my duty as a citizen and trot on down to the coppers and have a word. After all, a juicy reward is just what I need. Or... You could do your old friend Mrs Mills this teensy tiny favour. What do you think? Why, you stinking two-faced muck snipe! Careful, Maggie! I'll feed you your own lips! Hold on, Maggie! Both sets! Now look here! We don't take kindly to blackmailers! It's just a simple business transaction. You do this for me, and I'll have a sudden case of the forgetfuls. I've a right mind to give you a case of the falling downstairs. Give it a go, dearie, and you'll see just how decrepit I'm not. Look, fine. Busting a bloke out of jail. I mean, how hard can it be? A piece of cake for two enterprising personages as yourself. So who is he? This fellow got a name? Certainly. His name is Lord Richard Clitheroe Pendle Browning. Known as Dicky by his friends. A lord? Oh, yeah. There's all sorts end up in debtor's prison. It's a who's who of who's broken there. They got lords and priests and members of parliament. What was that name again? Lord Richard Clitheroe Pendle Browning. Known as Dicky by his friends. Dicky? That's right. Is that what we call him, or...? Are you his friend? I can't say I feel particularly friendly to him, no. Then I guess you're calling him Lord Richard Clitheroe Pendle Browning. You let me know when you're ready for your little excursion, and I'll jot down the address for you. I'm so glad we could come to some sort of arrangement. Sod off! Well, I'm sorry you feel that way, but business is business, dearies. Ta-ra! I told you, didn't I tell you? Yes, I did. I told you. Wretched woman. 
What are you doing? I'm packing, Bert. We've got to get out of here. What do you mean? We aren't really going to bust that fella out of jail, are we? And then have the fear of Mrs Mills hanging over our heads for all time? What choice do we have? I'll tell you what choice we have. We pack right this minute and get on the next boat headed back home before Mrs Mills has the chance to realise we're gone. Oh, that's your answer to everything, isn't it? New boyfriend? Go to Sydney. Arrested for kidnapping? Go to Sydney. Encounter tiny hiccup with landlady? Go to Sydney. Tiny hiccup? She's talking about turning us into the police. Oh, and instead we go back to Sydney where the police are already looking for us. It's genius, Bert. We'll be in the place they least suspect. How's that? Think about it. We skip town, Mrs Mills calls in the cops and everyone thinks we're loitering around London. Meanwhile, we're back home with the old crew and in the clear. Maggie, I am not going to give up all we've worked for because some haggard has-been whore makes a single threat. London is where we belong. It's where we're going to build our future. I know it. Oh, Bert, I'm usually the delusional one. Besides, what'll happen to little Willie if we leave? He'll come with us, of course. Oh, great. Meanwhile, I was thinking getting shot of him is the only bright side. Look, are you going to pack your bags or am I going to do it for you? What do I need to do to change your mind? I don't know. Serve me Mrs Mills's head on a platter? I mean... I can understand why she's doing it. Oh, I understand it all right. I'd probably do the same thing if I were in her position. That doesn't change the facts, Bert. But, well... uh... Why am I left being the sensible one? I hate being the sensible one. Wake up, Bert. I've got something I want to show you. Bert. Uh, No, sit down. You're going to love this. What is it? What with the psychic mediuming taking off and, and the lad more than paying for himself, things have been going pretty well. How well? Pretty well. Uh... Point is, I've been putting together something for you. For the both of us, really. I wanted to save it for a special occasion, but but I reckon this is pretty special, although not quite in the way I envisioned. But... I'm getting to it. Here. (gasps) Oh, Bert, it's beautiful. Yep, and it'll fit you perfectly. I measured you in your sleep. Creepy. But worth it, don't you think? It is a beautiful gown. But why are you showing it to me now? I wanted us to make a grand entrance to some big occasion of some sort. See, there's a swanky new suit for me too. But seeing as how we are about to break a lord out of prison, I think a bit of upmarket subterfuge is in order. What do you think? You know this is insensible, right, Bert? I guess. So you agree that the sensible thing to do would be to skip town, one way or another? I mean, yeah... I suppose. And you're asking me to trust your instincts? Trust your emotions, your feelings? Yeah. Do you know how powerful that makes me feel? Look, are you going to help me bust this toff out or not? Hells yeah! Now, what's the plan? Welcome to King's Bench Prison, the home of London's finest grill. How may I help you? Hello there, fellow. I am Mr Dippling, and this is my good lady wife, Mrs Dippling. Good morrow. I am here in pursuant of visitation. What? I'm paying a visit. Who to? Me? No, not you. One of the prisoners. Oh, of course. Who are you visiting then? I believe his name is... I mean, I know that his name is Lord Richard Clitheroe Pendle Browning, known as Dickie by his friends. Come again? Lord Richard... Lord Richard... Clitheroe Pendle. Clitheroe Pendle. Browning. Browning. Yes. Known as Dickie by his friends. No, don't confuse him. Known as Dickie by his friends? Yes. I'll need to look him up. 
Should I look him up under the long name or under Dickie? Are you his friend? Probably not. Then I should look him up under Lord Richard Clitheroe Pendle Browning. All right. Oi! Roy! We got a Lord Richard Clitheroe Pendle Browning in the clink. A who? A Lord Richard... Lord Richard... Clitheroe Pendle... Clitheroe Pendle... God have mercy. Browning. Browning. Yeah! Do we have him? Oh, you must be after Dickie. Yeah, we got him. What, there more visitors for him? Yeah. All right, Jim. I'll take it from here. Afternoon, lady. Afternoon, gentlemen. <clears throat> Please excuse my colleague. He's an idiot. But I must say, you are a good deal fancier than the last couple of visitors we had for young Dickie. Who were the last couple? The last couple were a couple of very likely maidens. What were their names? Oh, yeah. Here they are. Miss Brazen and Miss Doxy. Yes, very likely maidens indeed. Now, I asked to put your names down here in my book. What was your names? I am Mr Dippling and this is my wife, Mrs Dippling. Very nice to meet the pair of you. Charmed. Are you? I wouldn't be. Now, how would you like to pay? Pay? Oh, yeah. You have to pay if you want to visit. Really? What are we paying for? Well, there's walking around that has to be accounted for and wear and tear on the locks and the like. You bringing Dickie any food? No, should we? Well, that's up to you. But if you were to bring him food, I'd be charging you for that as well. As it stands, for just a visit and for such an upstanding, well-to-do chap as you so clearly are, I'd say a guinea. A guinea? Careful, Bert. But that's outrageous. I don't make the prices. Well, I do. But them's the prices and they aren't going to change. So... Unbelievable. Right you are, sir. I'll be round in a moment. A guinea? A guinea? Compose yourself, Bert. A guinea to a man like Mr Dippling is nothing. Follow me, sir. Madam. Young Dickie isn't far. He's got one of the best rooms in the place. You make it sound like a hotel. Well, it practically is for the likes of Dickie. He's here so often he's just about part of the family. How nice. Does he keep escaping or something? No. Then why is he in and out then? Well, he gets debt, he gets jail, he pays debt, he gets free. The great cycle continues. Here it is. Lord Richard Cliveroe Pendle Browning's cell. Are you going to open the door? Oh, I don't know. Am I? Why are you asking me? Well, seeing how reluctant you were to part with a guinea last time... You cannot be serious. Is he asking us for more money? How much this time? Same again, I'm afraid. But why? Well, they're searching through all me keys. I got a lot of them, see? And then I gotta lift me arm and put it in the lock. And these here locks are ever so stiff. Why, I do myself an injury one day jiggling these keys so often. Give him the money, Mr Dippling. Who? Oh, right. I give you this guinea under protest, sir. You wouldn't be the first, my lord. He's all yours. All right, we'll call you when you need to lock up. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. What if you were up to no good? I've got to be vigilant. Look, can't you just buzz off for a minute or two? Absolutely, my lord. Well? Oh, you want me to buzz off now? If you would be so kind. Oh, all right. Of course, in my current condition, I might get forgetful. Forget there was anyone visiting. See an unlocked door and think, Roy, old boy, you must do your duty and lock that door. Maggie, what is he talking about? He wants more money, Bert. Do you want more money? Do you want privacy, my lord? This is extortion! No, me lord. This is corruption. I know the difference, because we also lock up guilty parties of both extortion and corruption. 
Now, if you'd like to visit one of those fellows, I'd be happy to show you the way. Of course, those visits would each come at a cost. Just give him the money, my lord, Bert. Mr. Dippling. Here. Now, bugger off. Oh, bugger off? Now, this guinea gets you a buzz off. But if you prefer a bugger Get off... Get out of here. Go on, go. As you say, my dear. Three guineas in as many minutes. Sydney isn't looking so bad. <gasps> do you mean it? No, I do not. Oh. Come on, let's get our man. <laughs> hello? <gasps> oh, hello. More totty, is it? What? Boy totty, is it? Well, I'll try anything once. Well, what are you doing? Oh, don't be shy. Dickie will be gentle. Get off me! Maggie, help! I'm not getting involved. Oh, I say, you are a tasty young thing. I'm going to take every part of that compliment. A tad overdressed for a whore. Still a compliment. But you've a filthy twinkle in your eye. Not a compliment, but I can't argue with facts. Come here, my lovely. Now, if you put a single crease in this dress... You'll do what? Cut that out! We are not whores. Well, I'm not, but I'm sure Bert can be convinced. Neither of us are whores. Do we look like whores? I've known a lot of whores in my time, and you'd be surprised at the sheer variety. But I'll take you at your word. Now, these girls are certainly whores, and I'd be thankful for a moment alone with them. How'd you do? I'm Maggie. Don't introduce yourself to the whores. Whores are people too, Bert. They may be one of your society types, but there's no harm in being polite. That's my brother, Bert. I'm Chastity and this is Nellie. Yeah. Chastity? That the name your mother gave you? Oh, no. Picked it out myself because of the comic irony. I keep telling you, Chastity. It's not irony if there's no causality. You didn't become a whore because your name is Chastity. But I did pick the name because it was ironic. No. You picked the name because it is a pun or play on words. It's not a pun, Nelly. A pun would imply that my name in context has more than a single meaning. Can we not start this argument again? <laughs> well, I can if she can. Not on your Nelly. See? Now that was a pun. You just can't get the whores these days. Sure I can't change the two of your minds? Yeah, pretty sure. Look, we're here to bust you out of this prison. Really? But I don't even know you, do I? Like she said, I'm Bert and she's Maggie. Pleasure to meet the pair of you. I'm Lord Richard Clitheroe Pendle Brown. Yeah, we know. Known as Dickie by my Yes, friends. we know. Can we move past all of this introduction stuff and get to the part where we get you out of the cell. What? Leave? Yes. Why? Don't you want to leave? Well, I've got a bed, a couple of whores and the occasional patch of privacy. And sooner or later, somebody will tell Daddy where I am and then he'll send his valet around with enough guineas to pay my guards, pay my debts and buy me a chair at the nearest gaming table. Should I want to leave? Well, yes. Sorry to disappoint, but no. You can't say no. Yes, I can. No. See? No. I did it again. No. Now, excuse me, these whores won't debauch themselves. We can if you lie. Self-debauching comes all-inclusive. Really? What about debauching each other? Nelly won't, but I'll do just about anything. You really do live up to the comic irony in your name. I keep telling you, it's not ironic. Look, I have had about enough of this day. I've been blackmailed by my landlady, robbed by a jailer, and now I'm being ignored in favour of over-literate prostitutes. I don't think it's possible to be over-literate. It is for a whore. Bert, don't be rude to them. They're just women finding their niche during tough times. That being said, Dickie, 
You're coming with us whether you care to or not. No, I'm bored of you. So unless you've changed your mind about being whores yourself... No! Then, warden! Alright, all done, are we? No, we are not. But I was called for. Well, I am uncalling for you. You are uncalled for. Oh, dear. What? Do we need to have another lesson in corruption? If you want me to go, it's gonna be another guinea. Bert, may I handle this? Do you think you can? I'm absolutely positive. Have at. Thank you. Warden? Yeah? Ooh, right in the bollocks. I say, I like your spirit, lass. You should come over here and spread some of it on me. Are you gonna come with me and my brother? Oh, God. I don't know how many times I have to tell you. No! Ha! <sighs> right in the crown jewels. You grab one leg, Bert. I'll grab the other. I'm on it. No! I haven't finished with my whores. Goodbye, ladies. Until next time. Bye, Lord Browning. I'm known as Dickie to my friends. How are we getting him home then, Bert? We don't need to. Look who it is. Mrs Mills. What are you doing here? Protecting my interests, dearie. I may look youthful, but I was not born yesterday. But I'm pleased to see I can take you at your word. Hello, Dickie. Hello, Mrs Milk. Yep, there he is. And only a little worse for wear. What did you do to him? Kicked him in the fork and then dragged him out backwards. That won't keep him down for long. You got my money, Dickie. Yes, Mrs Mills. Left pocket. What are you doing? Dickie here owed me money. I'm just collecting. How much money? Five shillings. Five shillings? Five shillings? Yeah, he and young Bessie had a proper rum right before she got the clap. Actually, probably right when she got it. Point is, he never got around to paying her. Why didn't you go in there and get it yourself? I couldn't do that. Do you know how much they charge for visitors? Well, we do now. It would have defeated the purpose. So you blackmailed us instead? Oh, you poor, sweet, naive boy. I'd never have gone to the police. What? You're just about family to me now. Besides, what would people do if they thought I was the blackmailing sort? Do you know how many of my regular customers I'd lose? Oh, so we weren't blackmailed. We were tricked. That's right. Oh, you manipulative, scheming shrew. I've a right mind Let to... Let go, Bert. She cost us three quid. It's only money, Bert. Only money? Only money? And what's three quid amongst family, right? I swear to God, if we weren't standing right outside of jail... Oh, you're right. We can't conduct business here. Let's hop a handsome cab and get ourselves home. Take care of yourself, Dickie. Take me back to my horse. <sighs> Come on, Bert. On the bright side, we do look good in these swanky garments. And at least we don't have to flee back to Sydney. Oh, yeah. Bugger. Yeah! <laughs> so it seems that Bert and Maggie have dubious friends in dubious places. And isn't blackmail what family is for? Join us next time for more cracking, historically accurate Victorian adventures with Bert and Maggie.
Bert and Maggie feature the voices of Kieran Davy, Ethan Dean, Matt Graham, Kyle Hunter, Alice Nilsson, Jacqueline Osorio, and Catherine Thorncombe. Music composed and performed by Matthew Samer. Words by Kieran Davy. With special thanks to Robin Smith. Hello there, listeners. This is Jacqueline Osorio, the vocal genius behind Maggie. And Mrs. Dippling. And Madame Alona. Should I mention the others? No? Okay. I have been elected to bring you tidings of subscribing, rating, and reviewing. I've been told you can also find contact details in the episode description in case you wanted to give us feedback. New episode in two weeks. And two weeks after that, it'll be the season finale of Bird and Maggie. You gotta come back for that, right? Thanks for listening. Bye! Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.